Hashtag Morbid Monday. Happy Finding Your Shine release episode date or episode day. <laughs> Morbid Monday. That maybe, oh my God, should we title the episode of this Morbid Monday? <laughs> Welcome to the Finding Your Shine podcast hosted by best friends, Nina Boyce and Liz Garster. Enjoy a dose of Monday motivation each week as we interview people lighting up the communities of health and wellness, spirituality, and personal growth. Wherever you are on your journey to health, happiness, and self-love, our real and authentic conversations with guests will keep you inspired and empowered. And keep you laughing too. Thanks for listening. We're honored to join you in finding your shine. Listeners, we're back and guess who is with us today? It's Liz. She's here. She's calling in from Oklahoma to be on the Finding Your Shine podcast. I am. I am. I'm honored. Thank you for having me on as a special guest. You're welcome. No, we've missed you. We really have. And it's funny because I was kind of lying to them for three weeks. I was like, and Liz will be back with us next week for a new and inspiring episode. We really thought she would. <laughs> we did. But you know, sometimes life takes you in crazy directions and shit happens. That's all we can say. Shit happens. You don't know so, what's going to come next. No. So I guess today we're going to talk about some shit. <laughs> we're going to talk about some shit today. That's what's happening. This is called, um, if you're easily saddened, no, it's not all going to be sad. There's just some heavy stuff. If you're in the mood for some heavy stuff, this is your episode. This is the one. We'll throw in some light stuff too. Because there's yes. always positives within the negatives, right? We'll talk about your travels and all the fun stuff you're doing and our conference. And there's still lots of positivity going on for sure. There really, there really is. But at the same time, we obviously want to honor like what you've been going through. And it's just, you've been through a lot recently in the past like month. Yeah, yeah. So I guess I'll just use this opportunity to share what's been going on with me. Um, So I have a very close immediate family member who has been diagnosed with a very serious illness. And it's required a lot of me. um, And I'm really blessed, hashtag blessed, because I (laughs) I can work from anywhere. I found that Though that's the case, sometimes it doesn't always work. Like, oh, yeah, I can work from anywhere. So I'll go, like, be a caretaker and work also. And that's sometimes you can't do both of those things. Um, sometimes that adds to the stress because you're trying yeah. to uh, do your job and then also be a caretaker and right. pull your emotions in all different directions. But in theory, I am hashtag blessed because I can you know, have an office that I'm bound to. Someone's not like, you know, you clocked in five minutes late. I can get on a plane and work at 11.30 p.m. or whatever time I need to do to get my stuff done. And um, so, I yeah, I'm just down here um, doing a lot of cooking, a lot of cleaning, a lot of moral support, a lot of watching Meetings. movies, doctor's appointments. Yeah, all the things. So I don't mean to leave y'all hanging. I've just been a little 
little preoccupied. Yeah, a little preoccupied. We would have um, a scheduled recording and Liz was like, I like literally have 18,000 things. Like I cannot make this recording. (laughs) And I was like, I got you. I have to go to like five doctor specialists today, BRB. (laughs) Yeah. So in the past, the recent episode that I recorded, if you guys haven't listened, by the way, I'm shouting out um, some of our really cool sponsors that I'm excited about and you're excited about. But I just kind of mentioned, we all need to take time for ourselves. We all have self-care is very important and you know, family is very important. So we need to be there for ourselves and for others. And we obviously support that here on Finding Your Shine podcast. That's what we're about. We wouldn't want anyone to overextend themselves. But I just kept telling him you'd be back. <laughs> so I'm glad that you are back for this episode. That was good. I guess I like, I feel like I need to share some of my lessons though with our friends. Yeah, share um, them. They are our so friends. They are, really they are. So... Nina, I guess, like, I'm going to throw this back at you. Like, what's something that, as someone who's not going through what I'm going through right now, but thinking about it, what's something that you would be curious to know? Hmm. That is not going through your situation, but thinking about it in the future? Yeah. Well, it's crazy. It's crazy that you say that, though, because I feel like I've been through your situation with a a close... Oh, my gosh. With... Duh. Yeah. I'm so stupid. With a close... Fam- no, you're not. I'm just, just I've actually right been in your shoes a year, year. Oh my gosh. A year ago in November. Um, oh, isn't it two years? Yeah. It'll be two years this November. Yeah. Yeah. Right. This coming November. But my, yeah, when my father-in-law passed unexpectedly. And so it was just, it's one of those things where honestly your life gets turned upside down. And so you just realize and I think you mentioned this even before we stop, started the call, but if you realize like what's important in your life because when you're in crisis mode or like when some not, somebody doesn't even have to have passed, you know, it could just be somebody uh-huh. that is dealing with a serious illness or their health in general. You really realize like what's important because you have to be all hands on deck. And so the things yeah. that aren't of the utmost value or top priority, you know, they have to get, they have to fall off the list and Uh you have to be okay with that. And you learn like, holy crap, there were all of these things that I held at this high standard for myself. And it takes something serious, unfortunately, for us to sometimes realize that we really do have power to not do every single thing on our list. Yeah, that's been the biggest realization, I think, to me, because I actually like, I would say it was in May or June, I was feeling overwhelmed. Like, our listeners are like, yeah, like always, like 100% of the time, how is this new year feeling overwhelmed? And I was like, well, I can't cut this. I can't not do this. I can't, like, can't, 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 can't. Absolutely no flexibility. And I'm notorious for being like kind of a rigid person and being like, oh, like that's not an option. It's that black or white thinking, like I'm all in I'm, or I'm all not in. And it is amazing how quickly... So a few weeks ago, when all this first started, I was in a hospital. I was in the hospital. Thankfully, we're not in the hospital right now. Yay. But I was in the hospital for a full week, which I didn't think we'd be there that long. And I remember like, and it's the same thing I talked about with when I was in Italy, um, where I never like for me Mm. to not think about work or to not worry about work seems very foreign to me because I'm always worrying about something. And in that moment, it's like, you shut it all out and you're just in that present moment. And I went like days. Like I couldn't even, I was so distraught. Like I couldn't even compose an out of office email. Like I was just like, can't. 
can't think about it. Like I have to be like right here, very, very present. It felt very survival-y. I don't know how, what other way to describe it. Like you're in survival mode. Like all you can do is the thing that you're in, like right at that moment, mm-hmm. which just goes to show like, I don't mean to say anxiety is a luxury. That sounds awful and not true. No, but, but like I- to be able to worry about all these different things that feel, <laughs> I hate to say it, but like, I'm just coming from my experience that feel important. But then you look and you're like, that's not really important. Like, I almost feel like, what was I doing? Like, why was I, I don't know. No, I'm with you. And when you're when you're talking about that, I'm even relating it to more generalized anxiety. Like when I am talking to women, I'm coaching women, it's really, really hard for them to see. And I'm I've been there. I'm still there mm-hmm, sometimes. Yeah. But it's hard to see, like, listen, you're not a failure if you don't do these things. Or you don't have to do X, Y, and Z to be successful or to be quote unquote good. And I think that's also really hard. I'm kind of transferring this over to mothers a little bit because then uh-huh. it's like, oh, if, if I don't do this or if I don't do that, I'm not a good mom or I'm not a good wife or I'm not good at my job or whatever the case may be. Why does it take something huge? Like, why does it take yes. a family situation or like your own? Honestly, do you know what halts most women? Their own freaking health issues. Like, uh-huh. it's not until their body honestly is like, you cannot, like, you cannot keep going. Or the anxiety gets so bad that it is almost paralyzing, which, hello, that's where I was. And so yeah. it's like, if it's not a, a family illness, it's our own minds and bodies. Like, why does it take uh-huh. us to that point to realize? Like, the universe is like, okay, I'm going to give you something. You're not I listening. Have so that thought. I, like, I literally, when all this happened, and I think, our listeners can tell. I'm like, you know me, I'm like, we're both in this spiritual, not super religious camp. Like I'm very spiritual. Um, But as soon as this happened, I like looked up and I was like, is this like, really, this is how we had to get the message universe. Like, this is what we had to do. Like, this is how I had to learn. I was just mad at myself because I was like, God, if I had only like more, like better put into practice the things that I that I knew and had listened to from podcasts and learned from other people, like maybe I wouldn't have had to have this lesson. Like it almost felt like I felt guilty because I felt like this was mine to learn and this, and someone else was suffering because I had to learn this lesson, which is ridiculous, but weird things uh, Because that's what we do. Right. Weird things go through your head. But I would say like, here's how I would turn that is the, the situation didn't happen because you needed to learn a lesson. It's a situation that happened because it's life. And I mean, everybody goes through life and makes their own choices and shit happens that you're not even in control of because Uh that's life. And it just happens to be that like you're learning a lesson from it. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like it happened because of you. It's Uh like life happens. And then now you're just learning a lesson because of it. I will say in that same vein, like I, all, the other thought I had was that if I had not done all this work, like on, well, I told you, I texted you on the plane, like very emotional. I was like, Nina, if we had not started this podcast and I had not gone through like all this self-development stuff and I had not worked with coaches and like really, really, like I, I never feel done. Like I still have my own stuff and I still deal with the same, you know, issues that I have always dealt with just like in different ways or less so. I was like, if I had not spent the time on myself, I would not have been strong enough to handle what I'm handling right now. Like I've already thought that a million times Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. I was meant to 
start down this path of self-development almost to prepare me for something like this, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. There's so many people that I've talked to, and myself included, where if you, you, it's like you've been practicing for lifetimes right. for this, you know? Or like for everything that you've done in your life, like has led you to being able to be strong enough for whatever situation. Like one of my really good friends, and this is, is nowhere near as dramatic, but has gone through like a serious breakup, which, you mm-hmm. know, breakups are hard. I mean, it's kind like of like serious relationship. Like a different way. I mean, it is, right. You know, they're there, like you could technically still reach out to them, but you've lost that relationship. It's very similar. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like it's not the same as like the grief of of really losing someone, right. especially a, a close family member, but breakups can still be hard. I mean, even think about like divorce, you know, like, that's, yeah. like you lose a piece of you and your life. And she was kind of saying like, I feel like I've been working so hard. Like I've been working so hard on bettering myself and being stronger in relationships. And I've been doing all the things. Why is this still happening? And in a way, it's like, but look at how strong you are coming out of this. And like, look at the lessons you've been learning going through it. It's not like making the situation easier. And it's also not like trying to like dim down the experience or what's going on. Like you need to feel your emotions and you need to live through them. But it's like, when you kind of look at it that way, like if you would have, if this would have been happening how many years ago, like how would you have, like I personally see you being almost so strong. (laughs) <laughs> Which would have been okay too, you know, because you had to feel and like, and still, I feel like you're so strong right now. Part of me is like, are you okay over there? Yeah, it's really weird. I think again, it's very survivally, and I'm like, I don't have a, cho- I feel like I don't have a choice but to be there very strong. That. Except like there'll be, you know, like I'm staying here and I'll be like walking around and I'll see a picture of, you know, like this person and me and like be a hot mess. Like, like I have like mm-hmm. little moments in the privacy, like almost like when I'm quiet and I'm alone and everything's kind of settled where I'll like cry for like 10 minutes and then be like, okay, like we did that. Mm-hmm. We released the emotion and I'm, I'm sure I'm probably, I don't want to say I'm stifling emotion. I just am so numb that mm-hmm. I, it's weird. It's, I'm not purposely trying to be like, don't feel the things. They're just not coming up for me. And I don't know if that's because I'm just like in survival mode or if I'm just like something. But from going through this experience not that long ago, I definitely think it's survival mode. So it's like you, because I remember, and not to get too much into our personal life either, but I remember like when it was in the thick of it and like we were in the hospital and we didn't know what was going to happen. I remember feeling numb too because you're just like going through the motions, like, okay. Like, this is going to work. The surgery is going to work. This is going to be fine. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be great. It's going to work. And you almost don't allow yourself to go there because once you go there, it's like, I can't, how am I supposed to support? Like, I can't Mm -hmm. go. It's not time to go there yet. And then, you know, and I think that is part of like our human existence is we get in, like, think about how much adrenaline and cortisol is just pumping. Like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be strong enough to get through this. Also, the weirdest feeling was like having that and like, being in a hospital and then like going to see Rachel Hollis. Oh and yeah, then, like, that's parallel. Coming, and then coming back and I'm like, whoa, all sorts of up and down emotions here. <laughs> Can you talk to us about Rachel Hollis for a second? How was that? And for those that amazing. don't know who Rachel Hollis is, can you describe her a bit? She's like female Tony Robbins. It's like the best way yes. I can sum her up in like one sentence. No, it was amazing. She's 
really, really wonderful. I do have, you know, I think anytime you have someone that is in the self-help world, um, you have to really remember that they are just people and you have to take what they say and not make it the truth 100% of the time. I feel like I've done a really good job with her being like, mm. like she has some things that she's written in her book that are kind of contrary to my body positive. Um, I've heard that. Tell that every size belief. And oh, so she's have, the author of Girl, Wash Your Face. Yes, I'm sure a yes. lot of our listeners have heard of Girl, Wash yes. Your Face. And like, yeah. it's very positive, lots of good insights, talks a lot about habit building, which is super important and I'm very into. I just had to pick and choose and be like, oh, you know, I don't really agree with that. That doesn't work with me. Um, I think, I don't know. I saw a lot of people there. The most unsettling thing, and I don't think this is by any design of hers, there's two things that struck me. One, it almost felt like we were at church. And yeah. mm-hmm. like, I, I don't think, and I don't mean to paint everyone with broad brush because I was there like, you know, saying, mm, that works for me, that doesn't, like, making that differentiation in my head that you could look around at other people. And I was like, oh, this is like your, like, it feels like we're in a mega church right now. And this is like your worship team up front or something. Like, and you're Mm. just like, almost like the same kind of like idolatry. And I get it. You admire her. That's wonderful. You know Um, who I felt like that with? hmm. No, sorry. Continue. You continue first. Oh, the, the other thing is the lack of diversity at that conference was startling. <laughs> like, really? I, yeah. So, like, I assumed with 7,500 people there, and it's, you know, it's unfortunate because she did a great job including lots of diversity in her speaker lineup. Other people that spoke, there was lots of diversity on stage. She talks about, you know, she talks about inclusivity and, in, like, in her presentation, she, you can tell she acknowledges, like, hey, she acknowledges her privilege when she speaks and she's trying to do things. But I kid you not, Nina, I bet I saw 10 people of color there that whole, like, like you would look out and people would be like, you know, like cheering or raising their arms or whatever. And it was just like all like Caucasian arms. (laughs) You're just like, wow. Out of 7,500 people. Yeah. I'm telling you, I thought like statistically, like surely like, you know, 10% 10% or 20%. Like, I'm doing the math in my head, but I looked and I bet I'm like, this has to be 1%. There may be like 75 people there that aren't white. Yeah. But that's a staggering but, number. But I mean, like, definitely, like, she's the kind of person that if you're not feeling motivated, it's like, she'll get you fired up and, you know, has lots of good tools. Basically, like, has like some manifestation tools mixed in her stuff, has habit building tools, has, you know, mindset tools. And it's very honest and authentic and that comes across. So overall, a great experience. I think you just have to look at people like that with a discerning eye and not like eat up everything they say 100%. I went to Lewis Howe's conference summit Mm -hmm. like last October. We got free tickets to go. So I was like, okay, let's go. And they were all uh, really motivational speakers, you know? Like everybody gets on stage and you're like, wow, like this person has an inspiring story to tell and I really like their message. But I noticed the same thing. Like everybody there is, they're like there for the the house of Lewis House. Like they're his God, it seems like. And I just, I'm not into that. And I also, I don't like feeling like I have to be 
I have to do all the things in order to be great. Yeah. You know, that kind of talk really gets me. Like, I'm not going to go next year. I just, I'm not. And I'm sorry for those people that are Lewis Howes fans. I personally kind of think he's a dick. I'm just going to put it out there. Like, I just do. (laughs) I also know, like, what he did to his ex-girlfriend and stuff, like cheated on her. And I was just like, oh, dude, I'm you not like- familiar with any of this story. So I'll Google yeah, it or something. I got, <laughs> I got some inside scoop. I know some people in the inside. And so I just, it's all, it, not always a facade. And he really is trying to be motivated. But I'm just saying like, you do have to take all of this with a grain of salt. Like take what you want and leave the rest. Same with Tony Robbins. I've never been to a Tony Robbins thing. I watched his special on Netflix. It was super inspiring. Awkward now that he's got like some sexual abusey things like in his hanging he over does? his head. Yeah, yeah. Like what? Groping women and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Uh, Clear, we're like a talk show today. We're like dishing out gossip on the Finding Your Shine <laughs> podcast. I kind of no, like I mean, it. Can I we do more I, talk shows now? What do you guys think? Let us know. About, yeah, in the, I almost said in the comments. Where are we? We're recording in the comments. <laughs> there aren't any comments. No, to your point about the whole like, go, go, go. Like that hashtag hustle, which I hate, mentality of like, you know, if that means you've got to cut sleep, if that means you've got to, you know, no. blah, blah, blah. Like, it's so like, go, 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 go. And like, are you familiar with Gretchen Rubin's like four tendencies, that stuff? Kind of. Yeah, I learned about her in, in my IN course, actually. And I have um, one of her books. I've just never fully read it. Rachel Hollis is definitely, I think it's an upholder. They're the ones who are like super intrinsically motivated. Like if she's like, I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. and go running every day. She's like, set alarm, wake up. I'm going running every day at 5 a.m. And most people just don't operate that way. And so for me, it's hard to force yourself to like be like, look at that person who's very intrinsically motivated and have like maybe different things in your life going on right now or different motivating factors and try to make yourself in their image and be motivated by the same things Mm. that motivate them. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that was, I'm never going to be like, hashtag hustle, wake up at 5 a.m. Like I have to find something that works for me. Um, and I have to like not feel bad that it's not, I don't know. I know she doesn't mean to do that, but there's kind of that like, what do you mean you can't do this? Like make this sacrifice, make that sacrifice if you want to reach your dreams. I see that a lot with people in the wellness space. I actually uh-huh. have a relative who's kind of like that. Like, and I've talked to them before and it's like, oh, well, it's not hard to eat well. Or it's like not hard to do this. It's not hard to do that. It's like, well, for some people, yeah, it is. Because like we all have different motivations and we all have different Uh things going on in our lives. And we all have different past experiences with food and with exercise. And you're right. Like everybody is like, has different motivations for things, whether they're intrinsically motivated or extrinsically motivated. It's different for every single person. So like the comparison game, we just need to cut it because it's not going to happen. And the people that say that, oh my God, I just hate, like I've, unfollowed. This very much reminds me of Fitspo. So that's kind of oh, where my yes, brain is right yes, now. 100%. But I've unfollowed every single Fitspo or like weightlifter person because one, it just makes you feel guilty as shit mm-hmm. that you're like, well, if they can do it, then I can do it. Like number one, that person's probably restricting themselves and like also not having fun. Maybe they are, maybe they're not. And if they are having fun and it's working for them, like good for them. Good for them. But I mean, yeah, I'm with you on all of that. Yeah, 
So, I mean, overall, it was, and it was kind of nice to have, like, it was a ton of positivity, and that was much needed. It was time with my coworkers, and that was fun. Like, it was a distraction. It was, like, the right thing at the right time. And I did, like, you know, 90% of it. I'm like, yeah, I'm here for this. But then that 10%, I'm like, well, you know, I don't know. Well, you're coming home soon, right? Coming home tomorrow. I'm super excited. Um, Oh, that's the other thing that I feel like I need to share with our listeners. I just feel like if you haven't, I've heard this before. It did not resonate with me. It won't resonate with you until it has to resonate with you. But I feel like I have to say anyway. Like you are not... I have thought for so long that being like young, quote unquote, young-ish, though that's changing every day, that I was insulated from having to deal with a lot of the things I'm currently dealing with. I'm like, oh, like that won't happen until, you know, like, you know, I'm much older and I have to face that stuff then. And if I could tell anyone anything right now, is that like anything can happen at any time. I'm not saying you have to be like all morbid and like talk to people about wills or, you know, life insurance or any of that stuff that like start, like just think about it. Think about if if you were to get some kind of really super bad news tomorrow and you're like someone who's 28 years old, would you feel prepared at all? And if the answer is no, just like do some Googling and think of questions that you need to ask those closest to you to make sure you're prepared when the time comes. I know it's super depressing, but like they need to teach this stuff in school. Like how they to really do deal with this stuff. Cause you're going to have to navigate it at some point and it may not be as late as you want it to be. So. Yeah. I know I'm, my mother-in-law is always like, when I die, this is what, and we're oh like, God. stop talking about your death. Like we say that all the time, but she has, I mean, she's gone through a lot since she was younger. So she's just seen it, you know? And mm-hmm. she's like, listen. And then, I mean, yeah, it happens. Like it, it happened way sooner than we were expecting it. Now with my mother-in-law, she's wonderful and still alive. <laughs> she's, but, doing um, <laughs> she's doing great. But it's, it's true. Like you have to go through things. And I mean, you will go in survival mode and you will figure it out. But it's not a bad idea to have conversations with the people that you love and just make sure that everyone's on the same page. You don't have to be like, I'm really, uh-huh. I'm just, you know, let's just talk about this. You don't have to be like, so when you die, <laughs> you know, you don't have to go there. Also, like, aside from like the logistics stuff, like if there are things you need to say to people, like please say them. And this coming from a person who like hates conflict and doesn't want to have hard conversations ever, like I, the need to live the most authentic life possible. Like it always seems like a dream to me. Like, oh yeah, I wish I could like be my true self. No, you have to do it. Like you have to say the things that you need to say to people. You have to live the dreams that you're meant to live. Like this life is short. I know it's the most cliche thing ever, but like it's so short. And why are we wasting it on things that we don't love and things unsaid to people that we need to say? I've been thinking about that so much. Like things that I how much do we hold on to jobs we don't love or we hold on to friendships that aren't fulfilling us anymore or we're holding these grudges against people? And this energy, I mean, obviously as somebody that loves Reiki, it's like this energy just builds inside of our body. Uh And 
then we don't do anything about it. But then you're right. Like if you imagine, like this again is cliche. Like if I were to die tomorrow, what would I do? Or like, what would I want to say? I mean, why aren't we doing those things now? Why, Why do we wait so long to relieve ourselves of those energies that are those stuck energies, those negative energies in our lives? Yeah, agreed. So that's my advice to everyone on this super morbid Monday. It's a new thing. Hashtag morbid Monday. Hashtag Morbid Monday. Happy Finding Your Shine release episode date or episode day. (laughs) Morbid Monday. That maybe, oh my God, should we title the episode of this Morbid Monday? No. Um, No. There was a little bit of like talk show gossip fun going on. So it's not all. Yeah. Yeah. We obviously, uh, Lewis Howes, thumbs down. Tony Robbins, thumbs middle because maybe. Sexual assault is in the mix. Or, or uh, Rachel Hollis, thumbs up. Thumbs up. Yeah. Thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what else has been going on with you? I mean, I guess our listeners know what's been going on with you because you've gotten some some quality yeah. time with them. I've gotten some personal quality time. Uh, no, we've just been on the road a lot, at, per usual. Um, we were in Vegas last week. Yeah, we were in Vegas last week. We just came back this past Saturday. What is it? Monday when we're recording this. Um, And it was great. So things are just kind of rolling along with that. And like that's with um, Crate, my husband's podcast company. So we've been doing a bunch of traveling for that. We're going to be in what? For one second, I thought you said crepes, like the food, like C-R-E-T-E-S. And I was like, I don't know what that is. Crepes. That is for crepes, my side hustle with my husband. <laughs> we make crepes, crepes on crepes. the side. With almond no, butter crepes. and bananas. C-R-A-T-E media. Um, so no, that's been good. And we're going to uh, Orlando in two weeks for podcast movement, which is super fun. So I'm excited for that. But yeah, no, everything here has been good. And obviously our listeners know because I've talked to them and they know that we've been. I've been doing more podcast on hormones recently. So that's been kind of fun. So I've been focusing obviously very hardcore on hormone health and working on my one-on-one clients and all that stuff. So nothing too crazy on my front. Besides this conference we got coming up. Yeah. Let's talk to people about that. Any new developments that we need to share with them? We have some great sponsors that we'd love to let you know about. I let them know last week. Okay, just kidding. They already know. <laughs> when you were when you were off doing you, we had Man, a nine minute conversation. You missed, you missed so much in three weeks. It's, it's, you do. <laughs> the conference has already happened. The conference has happened. No, it hasn't happened. Don't no, listen. No, it is um, not. It is not. But no, if you haven't listened to the episode that I recorded last week, I do touch on our sponsors, and I think the biggest one that we're both really excited about is Rebel Food. I was going to say, did you talk about food? Food. Yeah. Rebel is incredible. Non-GMO, paleo, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free. I mean, all the friendlies. They're friendly for everybody. <laughs> if you have any sort of intolerance, they're they're bowls, Red Bull. Yeah. So they're going to be great. And we're excited that they're sponsoring lunch for everybody. We are cutting off tickets kind of soon. Yeah. So if you're thinking about it, you have a friend that's thinking about it. Also, I feel like we need to say this again for the people in the back. This is not a podcast conference. Like for the people in the back, this is not a podcast yes. conference. You don't have to have one. You don't ever have to have one. You don't have to know anyone that one. has one. Nope, nothing yeah. to do with it. This is for women that want to put themselves out there in some way, literally any way that you can put yourself out into the universe and want to learn from people. 
author. Or YouTube. I'm listing things. All the things. Boom, boom. <laughs> or you could just like want to get some cool inspirational content from the content creators that you know and love. Either or. Please come hang out. Yeah. Or you can just want to come and check out healthy brands and get some really awesome healthy brands to take home, enjoy some lunch, network with us. We're going to Land Grant afterwards to do some more hang-in. Land Grant is a really cool brewery here in Columbus. Okay. Uh, it's right next to the Idea Foundry where we're holding the event. For those of you that are local, it's in Franklinton and it's a really cool spot. So yeah, like if you are not even thinking of starting a brand in wellness or launching into any of this, but you're like, I love Almost 30. I love Kelsey Patel. I love Katie Delbuck, Katie Horwich, Talia Pollock, Simi Bodich. I mean, I could list them all off. Allie. I almost called her Allie Pal because that's her Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Allie Pal. I love Allie Pal. <laughs> <laughs> um, come to the event. And the other big thing is like, if you are interested in sort of like the wellness scene and the wellness space in Columbus, you're going to have a bunch of really cool people there to talk to and new friends to meet. And it's going to be a good time. So we would love yeah. to see you. We would. I guess, well, I've missed all the important announcements. I'm like the bad student. It's okay. <laughs> you already know them. You already know the I important do. announcements. I live them every so day in good. my email inbox. So these tickets are rolling in. We're cutting them off on September 7th. So make sure that you buy your ticket before they're all gone. We want you to come to this conference. We want to see you. We are way too excited for this event. Way too excited. I'm paying my fans right now. <laughs> Peeing our pants with excitement. <laughs> That's the title of the episode. Liz. Peeing our pants with excitement. Peeing <laughs> our pants with excitement. Also a little bit of Morbid Monday. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to be like, I'm very confused by the content that is coming out of this episode. We're going to have our awesome podcast team come up with the perfect title for this episode. because We Because we, we, we obviously don't have a good one. No, no. We trust them. What else though? Is there anything else going on that we want to wrap up with? I mean, the conference, I have traveling. I obviously have space for uh, a few one-on-one clients if anyone's still interested in hormone coaching. Yeah, that's kind of my world. Anything left for you? So I was talking earlier about the four tendencies and I found this fun website. If anyone's like, man, I'm really motivated by external things. Like... If I have a running buddy, then I will go running. Or if I, you know, have a have a coach to answer to, some kind of accountability person, that's me. I'm not intrinsically motivated at all. Like I will 100% break promises to myself. Rachel Hollis yelled at me about it, not personally, but like in theory. <laughs> so it's this website called Stick. It's S-T-I-C-K-K. I'll report back on it. But basically you set a goal. Like it can be anything. It can be like a one-time thing. Like I want to pay off debt or I want to run a race, like a one-time thing. Or it can be like an ongoing thing. Like I want to do this morning routine every day. And if and you have to write reports about like your progress and send it in. And if you don't, that week it gives $5 to an organization that you hate. No. Yeah. So Stop. like you could choose like the NRA. Like if I don't report this, I've just donated $5 to the NRA. Just choose Trump. I did. That was mine. <laughs> Actually, it was like... Sorry, the, are we allowed to talk about our political beliefs I mean, on here? Anyone who knows me can probably no, figure it out. 100. It was, did you honestly too. choose Trump? 
No, well, it's not technically. It's the Republican, like the big Republican political action committee. So I give the $5 to hardcore Republicans if I do not like report on my goal every week. (laughs) What's your goal? To pay off one certain little friendly debt. So one year to do it and it's totally doable, but I have to do something towards it every single week. And if I don't, I pay $5 to Republicans. So have you paid $5 to Republicans yet? My first report is due on the 2nd of August. So no. Don't do it. No, but it automatically comes out like of my account. Like they do it for you. So maybe this is like too high stakes for some people, but I'll report back and see how it goes. I mean, it's not like $100, it's $5, but it's more like if you're morally like, shoot, I am not sending $5. Yeah. I'm like, you will not get one cent from me. Right. (laughs) There are some fun candidates that might get $5 from me, but none of you friends that are over on that other side. (laughs) That's actually a really great, that's a really great idea. I I don't know what I am. I feel like you're very intrinsically motivated. You are absolutely intrinsically (laughs) motivated. (laughs) I I was going to say, I feel like I am. I honestly sometimes feel like the opposite. Like when I have a coach, I almost don't want to do things. Like I rather like, I'm going to do it myself. But on the flip side, I am a coach and I see the power of having someone hold you accountable. You know what? That's not true because I've been working with her name's Ellie Thomas. I shout her out on my stories all the time. She's another phenomenal hormone coach. And I've been working with her like once a month. And just because she's holding me accountable to things with balancing my own hormones when it comes to like, I got the food piece down, right? But it's like the stress piece. Like I overwork and overextend myself. And she's like, Nina, hey, got to tone it down or else your hormones are not going to be in balance ever. So she's been helping me with that. And also like, I'm kind of bad at taking supplements sometimes. So she's kind of been like holding me accountable to that too. So yeah. Make it part of your morning. I feel like just wake up, take them supplements. Sometimes of them you can't take on an empty stomach. Just kidding. No, I do. I know. I've actually been, I've been really good about it recently. Like the past two months, I've been really stuck about supplements. The past two days have been amazing. And I was like, Yay, for two days. Um, yeah, no, it's it's funny because I also see why when I'm speaking to my clients, it's like just that one person, like if you haven't done it yet, you're like, shit, I'm going to talk to my coach and they're going to know. So I have to do the things. And so yep. I do, yep. I do see that. But yeah, I have a weird part of me that is like, okay, I'm just going to do it. But I have to really want to do it. It has to be something I'm passionate about and I'll make myself do it. Maybe I just pick and choose. Like if, if I'm not passionate about it, I'm not going to put it on my list because I'm not going to do it. I'm going to, so mine's technically called an obliger, which means like, I'm very, like I said, like if someone's like, Hey, I'm really depending on you for this. I'm like, yes, I will do it. But if I'm like, I'm depending on myself for it, then I'm like, probably not. Um, but there's, <laughs> it's funny. There's, it's basically obligers oblige up to a point. But if they start to feel like taken advantage of or like something's unfair, they're just like, nope, not going to oblige you, friend. So they can actually get a little rebellious, which is Ooh, I so, see that in you. I wonder if I've yeah. experienced that with you. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I, I don't think, think so. maybe... I don't think either. Maybe in college? Nah. Uh, you weren't like obliged to do anything for me in college, I don't think. No, I don't think so. Except hate homework together. Yeah. 
or do my air training homework? Did I ever take advantage of you doing my air training homework? No, no. I only did Jill. Can they remove my diploma for me saying that? No, but here's a funny side note. Listeners, this has nothing to do with whatever, but I think it's funny. There's like a uh, Facebook, like our prof- we're friends with our professors on Facebook. And uh-huh. there was a thread going on about um, music theory. No, no, no. Music technology homework. And uh. Cody, my husband, commented on it and was like, yeah, like the only reason Nina passed music technology was because I did her projects for her every night. And then no. the professor commented... Dr. Merkowitz commented on it and was like, hmm, should I go back and change her grade? And I was like, no, That's I've already graduated. Like, my biggest nightmare is they'd be like, you did this. And now I only did it for Jill. Does it count if it's just one person? You did mine too. <laughs> oh, did I? Whoops. I only did yeah. two people. <laughs> you did mine too. But not that I'm using my music education degree anymore, but I still yeah, passed. Yeah, not a, using your degree. <laughs> but I was a rockin' music ed teacher for seven years. I feel like we've really turned around this Morbid Monday episode. I feel like it's ended very joyous. I agree. And very happy. We've talked about cheating now. You're right. We, All right. Well, we thought it was long. Well, A, because I've been out for a while, but we thought it was way overdue to give you guys a little just casual, friendly the way we started OG check-in between the two of us. I'm just saying, hey, and that I'm alive. We really just wanted you to know I was alive. She's alive and well. She's good to go. And she'll be back next week yeah. with a new and inspiring episode. Because that's what we say. Sounds like something we've said before. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like we always say that. So I just had to throw that in there for good measure. I love it. Yes. Well, it was really fun catching up. And I'm excited for you to be back in my state. And I've missed your face. Because yes. honestly, we haven't really talked. We haven't talked in three weeks. No, we. I've been like, sorry, MIA, bye life. Like, I'm, like if I knew, like, lots of people have not heard from me. I've had, I feel like I've sent the same text over and over again. Like, sorry, been gone forever. Catch you up later. Bye. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that we got to catch so, up because it does make me a I happier agree. person. Morbid Monday, no more. All right. Morbid Monday, no more. We hope you all have a non-morbid motivational <laughs> Monday episode. And we in life. can't wait to talk to you guys <laughs> next week with a new guest. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye.